From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, March 15th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A mass vaccination site opens this week at the Wolstein Center, Cleveland State University's arena. Lindsay Buckingham reports. Just yesterday, Governor Mike DeWine announcing during a visit to Cleveland that starting today, thousands more Ohioans can register for the COVID-19 vaccine. Appointments at this week's mass vaccination clinic already filled up, 17,000 to be exact. That means starting tomorrow, a soft opening at CSU with 1,500 people getting vaccinated. More at the official opening on Wednesday. Then by Monday, 6,000 per day will get the vaccine. I'm Lindsay Buckingham. Columbus City Schools, the state's largest school district, hopes to return to a bit of normalcy as some students return to the classroom today. Tracy Townsend has more. Schools are using the safety protocols approved by public health officials, hand sanitizing, masks, and social distancing. But they're also taking some steps to take care of students' emotional health. Many of them haven't been in social situations you know, with their peers for a long time, and those are skills that we need to you know, strengthen back up so that the dynamics in the classroom is uh, is very positive. Columbus City Schools is telling us that they will likely remain in a hybrid model until the district's entire staff is vaccinated. I'm Tracy Townsend. A funeral was held yesterday for an Ohio college student and his school. Bowling Green State University held a memorial service for him last night in its football stadium. More from Clay Gordon. A memorial service remembering 20-year-old sophomore Stone Fultz. I question why I was there March 4th, why I was the one who held him, why I was the one who watched him leave our world. Why was it my boyfriend? If it could happen to me, if it could happen to Stone... It can happen to any one of us. Fultz died on March 7th after an alleged hazing incident at a Pi Kappa Alpha off-campus event on March 4th. I'm Clay Gordon. Ohio lawmakers are once again considering a bill that would crack down on violent protests. ONN's Steve Vaughn has more. The bill's sponsor, Butler County State Representative Sarah Carruthers, says House Bill 109 will increase penalties for those caught looting, rioting, and vandalizing during a protest. I think it's worth reiterating here that this bill does not limit the ability to speak, to peacefully assemble, but vandalism, looting, violence are not free speech. The bill would create three new offenses, riot assault, riot vandalism, and bias motivated intimidation. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Two brothers have been jailed in connection with a suburban Cleveland shooting that left a pair dead, including an off-duty Cuyahoga County Corrections officer. ONN's Michael Kelly has the details. No bond for 27-year-old Juan Carlos Perez and 30-year-old Luis Carlos Candelario suspected in the Saturday morning shooting at Rookie Sports Bar and Grill in Parma. Police noting the victims, 27-year-old Tim Cruz, a Cuyahoga County jail officer moonlighting as security, and 29-year-old patron Sean Michael Asierno were gunned down outside. They died at the scene. Investigators say Cruz, who had a valid CCW permit, opened fire on the suspects after they shot Acerno in the parking lot, striking one of the men before they killed him. So far, no word on a potential motive 
Michael Kelly, ONN News. A recent high school graduate from London, Ohio, west of Columbus, will be sworn into the newly formed Space Force. Angela Ann reports. 18-year-old Jim Skaggs is the first person from central Ohio accepted into the program that was created by former President Donald Trump. Jim says he was looking for a way to really maximize his love of mechanics when he learned Space Force was looking for people like him. You're telling me that there's a military branch specifically for space. It just aligned. Jim is the second person from Ohio who will join this new program, the sixth branch of the military. I'm Angela Ann. A homeless shelter in Columbus has made changes to keep people socially distanced and safe during the pandemic. Stephanie Stanovich has the details. Sue Valillo is the assistant vice president of community-based services for Lutheran Social Services. At the start of the pandemic, their homeless shelter for men, women, and veterans transformed. We have a lobby in our main building and a lobby for our health center. Those have both been turned into dorms, and we actually have men living in those areas. We had a training room that we now have women living in. Inside are plexiglass barriers and an air purification system added to their HVAC. In Columbus, Stephanie Sanovich. The COVID-19 pandemic caused a spike in requests for in-home meal deliveries, according to Life Care Alliance of Ohio, one of the nation's largest meals on wheels providers. Tracy Townsend has the story. President and CEO Chuck Gehring says the organization serves between 20 and 25,000 clients who are elderly or who have medical complications in the central Ohio area. Sports are not coming in. They're afraid to go to the store they, if they can even get there. Um, it's just a really bad situation for people, and they're just not going to leave their houses. Gehring says only 15% of clients have access to a computer, may not be able to even book a COVID-19 vaccination. I'm Tracy Townsend. A Columbus-based electricity supplier has struck the first new deal on rates since 2011. ONN's Eric Brown has more. AEP Ohio filed a settlement agreement last week that lowers rates slightly for residential customers and adds new streetlight upgrades and benefits for generating your own electricity. The plan calls for a decrease of 71 cents for a residential customer using 1,000 kilowatt hours per month, compared to the increase of $5.68 requested at the beginning of the process last June. AEP Ohio last updated its base rates in 2011. The deal must still be approved by the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio. Eric Brown, ONN News. And key plays in overtime sent number three Illinois past number nine Ohio State 91 to 88 for its first Big Ten tournament title since 2005. ONN's Dave James reports. The Buckeyes erased a 17-point first-half Illinois lead to force overtime. Illinois earned a number one seed in the NCAA tournament at Ohio State as a number two. Two other Ohio teams are in the tournament, but neither of them are the usual suspects of Cincinnati, Xavier, or Dayton. Instead, they are Ohio University, winners of the Mid-American Conference Tournament, and Cleveland State, champions of the Horizon League. Dave James, I went in news. Cincinnati is out for the first time since 2010, while OU is in for the first time since 2012 when they made it to the Sweet 16. The play-in games are Thursday, and the tournament's first round begins Friday. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.